A research institute at Seoul National University called Soft Foundry recently signed a joint research and development agreement with T&R Biofab, which is a three-dimensional bioprinting company. So with this collaboration, a lot of people expressing hopes that 3D printers and 3D printing technology may be one step closer to being commercialized. Uh, At the same time, there are reports of um, safety issues related to 3D printers coming out. So we're going to talk more about this exciting new technology, especially again in light of the uh, global pandemic and some of the uh, precautions we should take. Uh, Pleased to be joined by the director of Soft Foundry from the Department of Material Science and Engineering at Seoul National University, Professor Namgi Tae on the line. Hello. Hello. Professor Nam, thank you so much for joining us. I think a lot of us know about 3D printing. It's kind of fun if you have a hobby and you just buy a printer and you can make little small uh, plasticky things. But we haven't really seen it commercialized in a, in a big scale. Uh, how far have we come and uh, when can, what can we expect if 3D printers are indeed um, mass commercialized? Yeah, you are right. So we have not seen any big product fabricated by 3D printing such as a commercial car or a big lava. But I would like to emphasize that 3D printing technology may not replace the existing product that require mass production for cheaper price, but it's trying to find a new op- opportunity by creating new application. Uh, 3D printing has already been used, already u- utilized in customized production for making a tiny and complex core component in a machine. So in the future of 3D printing, is depending on the demonstration of a unique application, which cannot be possible with the conventional manufacturing strategy. In this regard, bio-3D printing is very promising to make bio-inspired system or devices. Now, uh, as I just mentioned, uh, TNR Biofab uh, signed a joint research uh, initiative with uh, Soft Foundry, uh, which you are the uh, director of. And I guess Soft, I have to explain, uh, stands for SNU's Cooperative Flexible Transformative Foundry. Could you tell us a little bit more about your organization and uh, what it, it actually initiated this collaboration? Yes, uh, Soft Foundry is an interdisciplinary research institute located at Seoul National University. About 30 professors are involved for the collaboration in our soft foundry. So our vision is to empowering the engineering technology of a soft material and soft device and soft robot. So we pursue the open platform, which means that our technology and science can be available for everyone to realize all innovating ideas. So we share the facility and provide scientific advice. In this regard, one of our activities includes the collaboration with the industry to act as a bridge to link the fundamental science in universe and the industrial demand. So we are very excited at the new collaboration with the TNR Biofab in the field of 3D bioprinting. So we will develop artificial skin that can function like a human skin. So we have a new idea based on understanding of this complex biological architecture, such as our human skin. And we know that uh, 3D printing has uh, kind of made news recently because of the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, there have been a shortage of testing kits, uh, especially in the U.S. Uh, we've seen that uh, 3D printers uh, were able to print out cotton swabs used for those uh, test kits. Uh, and we've had uh, cases of 3D printers also producing other necessary equipment uh, for the pandemic. How else have the uh, 3D printers been kind of uh, utilized to um, help out uh, with COVID-19? Yeah, you are right. So that's very important directions. So personalized equipment or a mask to protect us from the infection is one example that 3D printing technology can contribute to combat the pandemic. Uh, also, I'm thinking that personalized biomedical device or diagnostic device can be a, another application. So 
And uh, the, the beauty of the 3D printing is that the machine and device uh, to make a large quantity of vaccine can be made by 3D printer before the clinical trial. It, mean, it means that uh, with the digital information uh, uh, and then with the digital information, all the hardware can be synthesized and fabricated quickly all around the world at the same time. Food technology, food tech, uh, is also seen as a new future uh, for the post-COVID-19 world. A lot of people concerned about the uh, supply chain, uh, the logistics kind of collapse, which would cause widespread food shortages. This is a very interesting. KFC reporting last month, they're going to work with a Russian 3D bioprinting company to produce uh, chicken nuggets um, out of culture meat. I know it could be scary for some people, but uh, it's also very interesting Uh for technologists. In your opinion, is food tech also sort of a, an important part of a 3D printing technology? Yeah, so food technology is one of the beautiful examples. And then, as you mentioned, KFC already demonstrated uh, some like a nugget 3D printed. So tissue uh, is a very complex structure with itself, interacting with three-dimensional structure. So by the year of 2050, it is estimated that we will need around 100 billion land animals to supply so animal cells can be grown in the laboratory in the just same way as human cell. So we can take animal cell and then we can differentiate into the muscle like a cell. And then that those cells are printed into a meat product. So it's like a similar, uh, uh, like a conventional 3D printing. So we take a digital design for a structure and that design is realized in a layer by layer fashion. But there are clear differences instead of using the plastic in conventional 3D printing. Bio-3D printing is using the living cell mixed with a biocompatible scaffold to build a living thing. So it's like a very interesting, uh, some, uh, uh, very interesting technology. So uh, the structure, uh, the printed structure uh, uh, put into the incubator uh, that we create the environment of human body. So the tissue have to be grown in, inside the, that uh, incubator. So slowly that structure will evolve into the, like, uh, the real meat. And uh, there is a- another benefit to this, although there might be some consumer reluctance in the beginning to eat this kind of um, chicken nugget. Yeah. But KFC usually gets uh, their chicken sourced from chicken farms, which, as we know, with chickens, you feed them and then uh, to be crude, they-, they poop. And that causes a lot of methane gas and environmental problems. This is a more eco-friendly approach, right? Yeah, it's very it's, it's eco-friendly. That's the future of the, our food technology, yeah. So... Yes, 3D printing has an advantage as an eco-friendly platform uh, because it's based on on-demand and customized manufacturing. So the key, key technology to make a meat is how to grow the animal cell or assemble into the, some hierarchical structure. So it starts from some small biological thing, a protein or a cell, and we print them and grow uh, instead of growing the big animals. So I expect that uh, that kind of demonstration will uh, help accelerate the rise of a cell-based meat and make mm. them more widely accessible. And let's talk about the concerns with safety. Uh, there are concerns that uh, perhaps certain elements uh, have of 3D printing technology have carcinogens, uh, cancer-causing agents. Uh, what what can be done to alleviate some of those uh, safety concerns? Yeah, that, so that's also very important. And this is also a sad story. So according to the report, uh, some chemicals such as formaldehyde and metal ions such as uh, chromium, uh, which uh, is currently used as an additive in 3D printing ink, can cause a cancer. 
So indeed, uh, development of a 3D printing ink, uh, so environment-friendly 3D printing ink is one of the most important in, in the issue in the industry. But I'm very optimistic that uh, we already know how to get rid of that kind of harmful chemical agent, and we can replace them with more uh, safe uh, material or uh, chemicals. So I'm very optimistic about the solution. And uh, finally, in terms of all of us uh, being uh, interested as well as excited about the potential applications, uh, the countless ways you can uh, really benefit from this, long-term-wise, with you as the director of uh, Soft Foundry, uh, what do you wish to achieve with 3D printing technology, and what do you envision for the future of uh, 3D printers? Yes, that's a very good question. So so I do see a lot of uh, new potential opportunity in 3D printing and 3D bioprinting. So current technology is more likely focusing on the structuring aspect, but I expect that in the near future, more multifunctional aspect can be emphasized. For example, artificial organ can be made by 3D printing. That's the kind of first generation. And as a next step, new device or sensor can be incorporated together. Uh, it means that uh, that kind of hybrid approach can open up a new application beyond our imagination. So here's some example. So artificial organ can be uh, printed and can replace our damaged organ or ours. At the same time, the situation uh, can be in situ monitored and then the cured at the same time using the, the, uh, the incorporated device. Uh, that's the hybrid uh, some. Uh, hybrid of some advantage of uh, some biological organ and then synthetic device. So I do see very positive future in bio printing. Yeah, so uh, from uh, organs to some of the uh, technologies that can be incorporated within uh, those uh, 3D printed uh, organs, all the way over to enjoying a, a fast food meal with uh, KFC uh, 3D printed uh, chicken nuggets. Really, uh, the opportunities are uh, endless and uh, the potential certainly is great. And uh, despite all of the other concerns uh, that we laid out, uh, hopefully the future is very bright for uh, 3D printing and uh, Soft Foundry uh, being one of those uh, firms leading the way with this. Professor uh, Namgi Ted, thank you so much for joining us and appreciate your insights. Yeah, thank you. It's my pleasure to be with you.